I would like to think that I can stay calm in the interviews I do for this podcast. But I'll be honest, for this one, I was a little starstruck and I stumbled over my words numerous times. My guest organizes one of the greatest gaming conventions in the TTRPG community. He is one of the top dogs at Gaxworks, a veteran-owned company focused on creating well-designed and fun games for everyone. And he was literally raised on Dungeons & Dragons as the son of Gary Gygax. Are you ready for this? Luke Gygax, today on the Old Men Rolling Dice Podcast. Men Rolling Dice is brought to you by CanadianDice.ca. Don't forget to use the OMRD code at checkout for a 10% discount off your entire order. Congratulations yep. on GaryCon 15. It was a, a smashing success. I was really so happy uh, with the way it turned out. You know, coming back from COVID was not easy. No. Uh, it, it, it took, uh, there was a lot of staff change, you know, a lot of turnover, a lot mm-hmm. of turnover at the hotel. The hotel was Gosh, almost, I'm guessing they were at least three quarters new people. Wow. Same, yeah. And same thing for my staff. A lot of people just had life events happen. You know, they they had to move on and whatever the life situation was, Mm -hmm. uh, they were no longer able to be there. You know, they got married, they they, they did jobs, they had kids, whatever it was. The net result was we lost a lot of that uh, stability and experience, right? And so uh, 2022, although a great and celebratory, uh, fantastic to see people again, uh, despite, you know, still some hangover from, uh, you know, COVID where we're, we're wearing masks and some folks, some folks weren't super excited about that, but we worked through all that and had a wonderful time in 22. I think we had about, gosh, 2,300 or 2,400 people buy badges to come to GaryCon 14, uh, but it didn't feel that full. And I think our you know, I think our actual check-in was more like 1900. So okay. a lot of people elected not to come is my, you know, my understanding. I, you know, I obviously don't count noses, but I'll just say, I assume they checked in, right? Got their badge. 23 okay. was great. The people who I brought on for 22 went through the crucible of 22 <laughs> and had to figure things out. Yeah. Uh, we worked hard all year round. We put a lot of uh, uh, processes in place. They were very dedicated uh, really there for the right reasons, had so many, you know, just guys who show up and are like, we're so thankful for what your father did. We love what you're doing here. Mm-hmm. We just want to make sure this goes as smoothly as possible for you and your family. We want nothing other than just tell us what you need us to do. We're all highly skilled professionals, but we will unload a truck for you or we'll <laughs> we'll build websites or whatever it is. What do you yeah. need done? Oh, that's and, great. Yeah, and it was fantastic. In 2023, GaryCon 15, was the best Gary Khan that I've ever experienced. It was the smoothest. There was no emergencies behind the scene. Did everything go perfectly right? Of course not. You know, it's it's a it's a live event. Gosh. I don't know that that's right. even a realistic expectation. No, uh, no like, it's not. It's it's not. It went better than I could have possibly hoped for. And again, that was due to the hard work of of a dedicated team uh who really believes in what Gary Khan is about, really works selplessly to bring that joy and and set those conditions for people to have such a good time. And I think that was felt as someone who had never been to one before. 
that set a very high bar to uh, to all the other conventions that I've been to. I would hope that all listeners under, understand this, but a memorial in a way to, to your father. And and you were there with your your daughters and and wife, and uh, I got to play with a number of people that were there, uh, sons and fathers and and mothers and sisters and brothers. There just seemed to be a real family feeling at GaryCon, which I hadn't experienced at other conventions. And there's a, there's a legacy there, and and just curious what your thoughts on that are. For those who don't know, Gary Khan mm-hmm. came out of a very sad event. The, my father passed away on March 4th of 2008. Uh, he was Gary Gygax, the co-creator of Dungeons and Dragons. Gosh, I grew up uh, playing Dungeons and Dragons. There's a time, there is no time in my life uh, where I wasn't gaming. Role-playing gaming, I was raised on RPGs, I was raised on D&D, so I'm kind of patient zero for that. So <laughs> that has been something that I've done my entire life. So I see the world through, you know, a lens of of RPGs and, and Dungeons and Dragons specifically. That was the game I played the most. I joined the army at 18. I, you know, sent myself to college. I it was my own person, but I stayed close to my father. I considered him my best friend. And uh, I wouldn't, you know, even though I lived in California for a number of years and married and had children and stuff, mm-hmm. the loss of a parent is, is gosh, mm-hmm. you know, it's just a really life-changing event. And, and if you haven't uh, lost a parent, you know, I... Please, please call them, go over to their house, give them a hug, tell them you love them. Don't wait, you know, don't waste the, that time. I think everyone has said that, you know, they're there. Yeah. Uh, please take advantage of that. Uh, but when my father was gone, you know, personally devastating. So we went to Lake Geneva and uh, planned his funeral. And at this time, hundreds, thousands actually, of people were posting, you know, Gary Gygax is, you know, passed away. Uh, and they would say things like, it feels like I lost somebody in my family. It feels like I lost my father. Uh, I didn't know Gary, uh, but he was, it played a profound role in who I am today. Uh, I had a learning disability, yet I saw these books and the amazing pictures that were on them. And, and I just had to figure out what was inside. And so I forced myself to read and I overcame this disability. Uh, other folks were had uh, or were terribly shy or perhaps were somewhere on the autism spectrum or, mm-hmm. or other other uh, issues and uh, Dungeons and Dragons gave them a safe group of friends uh, that they could rehearse um, interactions, social interactions with and gain confidence and skills uh, as well as have a good time. Uh, other folks just had a, a, a tough time, whether it was, you know, parents who were undergo either some difficulty at home, alcoholism, or, or, or even worse things, domestic abuse and things of that nature. Yet Dungeons and Dragons gave them a way to escape that and mm-hmm. practice being somebody who had agency, who was a hero, who could change the situation they were in. And they were able to internalize those skills and that and take control of their lives and not not be victims. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and so people just basically said these things over and over again in, in different ways. And uh, I realized, wow, okay. Uh, I appreciate Dungeons and Dragons and my dad is, is a, is a great game designer. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't realize that he had this much impact on people's lives and of course, culture, as I looked at things in a, mm-hmm. in a bigger scale. And you know, when, uh, some of them said, we're going to come to Lake Shiva and pay homage to Gary. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, oh man, we have nowhere to welcome them. Not, you know, the, the <laughs> funeral is, you know, it's, it's small, it's meant for friends and family. That's not an appropriate place. Uh, so we rented the American Legion Hall, which was a site of earlier conventions in my childhood. We just held a 
a gathering, a memorial service, and anyone was welcome. We played the D&D cartoon and, uh, you know, the Futurama episode, and we had a podium and people could speak to it. And we did what my dad loved so much in life, which is play games. And it just seemed like such a fitting celebration. Uh, people yeah. encouraged me to do it again in the following years. And that's how Gary Khan uh, was born. So Gary Khan has its roots in uh, a family gathering. Sure, it's my family, right? Mm. Uh, but uh, I guess the best thing I've heard is, is people describe it as, Gary Khan is my family reunion, but it's not my biological family. It's a family I choose, my gamer family. It's where I go to feel like I'm amongst people who understand me. Yeah. And, 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 that's, and that's what it is. And of course, uh, you know, I'm 52 now and, you know, a lot of us are older. So we have kids. Uh, some of us have adult kids and maybe they have your know, grandchildren uh, that come. And there's really nothing as cool uh, to share with young people as is RPGs, right? I mean, that's just a wonderful bonding experience. You can do all sorts of wild, fun things and capture their imagination and form these strong bonds with young people that when they're teenagers and when they're adults, you have that common ground, you have something you can come together on, which is difficult. Being a teenager is hard. You know, I thought Incredibly. my dad, <laughs> yeah, I thought my dad, oh, dad, you don't, you know, you're like an old folk. You don't understand my situation. Yeah. I'm so unique. Um, you know, right. We all have that. We all face that. You know, I, I, I didn't always get on with my dad perfectly, uh, but he was a good guy, good dad, and I loved him very much. And, uh, uh, you know, I think that you know, that's that's most people's experience, right? Yeah, we're, we don't absolutely. we don't always get along perfectly, but we love that person, respect them. And we can certainly in retrospect appreciate their position once we have a couple of years under our belt. For go, sure. Oh, for sure. I get it now. I, that I that really resonates uh, with me. Uh, I lost my mom about a little more than two years ago now. Uh, don't take it for granted. Get out there and, and talk and, and spend time with your family. And also having kids of my own now, two teenage boys. My daughter's only eight. Loving spending time with them and playing games like Dungeons and Dragons and other role playing yeah. games uh, with them. In fact, my when we're done here, my uh, my middle son, Ryan, he's going to DM his first game tonight. Oh, um, great. And yeah, yeah. Everything, everything that you spoke to there resonates with me. And uh, yeah, I, I really I really feel that. I have one more question for you about Gary sure. Khan, and then we'll move on to, to Gax works. Highlights of my Gary Khan. I got to meet Jeff Easley, and he actually drew a dragon in one of my books. I got to meet Margaret Weiss. Dragonlance opened up a world of reading for me. Um, not that I couldn't read, but I just, I didn't read. I was just, you know, a teen boy yeah. that, like, wasn't interested. Margaret Weiss changed all that for me. I got to meet Todd Stashwick, who I had... Yeah. I had uh, gamed with on a Halloween special, but and then finally got to meet him in person. So like these are all like bucket list things for me. Like I'm just ticking all the boxes. Yeah. Is there something that ticks like a bucket list for you at Gary Con? Like I know that you've had lots of interactions with celebrities and things like that through the course of the game. But is there like a wow factor, something that happens at Gary Con or something that did yeah. happen at Gary Con that does that? Well, of course, it's it's great to meet people uh, and whether they're famous or whatever, that that's nice. Uh, but probably the most joy I get out of something is what <laughs> it's kind of dumb. But uh, I do like a drawing down in the, in the forums where the exhibit mm -hmm. hall is to help draw traffic down there. So I have a deck of many things that we made the previous year that has art. You know, it's artists from Gary Khan. And mm -hmm. so it's like a, a Gary Khan deck of many things. So we call it the deck of Gary things. 
And then you know, I just people gather there before the hall opens up and I call them at random and I say, hey, where are you from? Where, you know, uh, what's your name? Where are you from? Uh, what are you doing, Gary Khan? Have you played any games? Okay, great. Are you ready to draw from the deck? And then they draw. And, and you, know, you know, if you get something bad, it might be like, oh, you have to, you know, uh, go go see um, JD at the headquarters and and sign up for a, a volunteer shift or something like that, right? You have to pay your <laughs> yeah, pencil, or, yeah. or wear your t-shirt backwards, just something silly. Or you get, you know, uh, 50% off something at the Gary Khan booth or a free uh, silver or even a gold badge to the next Gary Khan. So there's some nice prizes. Mm-hmm. But what's exciting to me is when I meet, you know, there's some young people there and maybe they're, they just discovered D&D. And they're in high school or, or college or whatever. And they're like, this is so awesome. I love it. Oh, my God. This is great. Can I get a picture with you? Will you sign this thing? And they want to tell me all about this stuff. And just seeing that excitement is pretty cool. For me, yeah. that's that's pretty rewarding because that's the next generation of, of gamers. Just seeing like that joy, that yeah. that's, that's really cool. And uh, so that's fun. That's probably number one. It's great to see my kids helping me out and working yeah. and understanding. Because I tell them, hey, your grandpa was an important guy. I'm their dad. That, <laughs> exactly. right yeah, oh yeah okay dad sure <laughs> but other people say wow your grandpa was so cool this is important to me yes. and they really understand it and uh because he he died before they were able to remember him you know miriam mm-hmm. my oldest was like you know not even two years old sure. uh so so that's pretty neat to to see my family uh being able to embrace that and then in general i've reconnected with so many people that were friends of my father's and and worked with them so whether it's you know uh, Jim Ward or Tim Cask or Errol Otis yeah. or Larry Elmore or, or, or these guys. And they're just great people. I've made mm-hmm. tons and tons of new friends. And just in general, walking through uh, and seeing the smiles on people's faces. I <laughs> I don't make a lot of money doing good. Gary Khan is not a moneymaker, but running a convention sure, is sure. not it's not a moneymaker. Most of it just goes straight back in there. I work a thousand hours on Gary Khan a year. And, and it's not me. This is not a me thing. This is a, a definitely group effort. There's a lot of dedicated mm-hmm. people who are also not making money on this, uh, who do it because they love, they love this. So it's really just seeing those smiles. That's and, it, it, and, and yeah, and, and people, uh, I mean, gosh, people told me not only was this the best Gary Con that they'd had, they said, uh, this is the best convention I've ever been to. That makes me feel good. That That's like, wow, okay, great. We really are delivering. And yep. and people they feel the they feel the love they they get uh, what it's about and uh, you know my dad loved gaming and gamers and this was his passion and his joy and he spent his you know his entire life was really focused on gaming whether it was mm-hmm. as a professional or an amateur and uh, to be able to uh, continue that legacy is, is just a great honor for me. So Gaxworks uh, is a gaming company that you founded in is 2018, correct? Yeah, that's a, yep, that's right. And uh, you host Founders and Legends, which is uh, Founders and Legends Day, which is a stream. Do you do that on Twitch? Yep, we do it on Twitch. I feel I, like I've watched it, but I can't. Um, yeah. You may have. So I did it in 2018. So essentially what happened is Gary Khan used to be smaller mm. and my buddies would help me run it and I'd have time to play games with them. <laughs> and uh, then it got bigger and they're like, man, yeah. we never we hardly get a chance to breathe while we're there and we don't play any games and you're just running around like a, you know, furiously doing stuff. <laughs> and like, let's, we should get together in between Gary cons and like, just play games. And I was like, yeah, yeah that's a great idea. And uh, let's do it around my dad's birthday. Okay. That makes sense. It's the summertime. It's nice. Mm-hmm. Then somebody had the bright idea. Yeah. We could just record it or stream it or something like, yeah, that can't be that hard. Let's do that. <laughs> so <clears throat> like three weeks before 
<laughs> before I, I had this idea to do it, I uh, just called, you know, I talked to Mike Morales at Wizards yeah. of the Coast, and he was the head of uh, D&D at the time. And uh, he's like, yeah, sure, why not? We can figure out something. And, uh, you know, they, he connected me with people. So we're going to put it on the Wizards uh, Twitch channel. Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, I, I need a place to shoot it, you know. And so Matt Colbert was like, well, you could probably use my place. And then uh, somebody pointed me at the Critical Role Studios because they were brand new at that time. Oh, okay. And so they had room. And so they were like, yeah, dude, of course, you can, you're welcome to come here. They're, they're very, very nice, welcoming people. Mm -hmm. And so I shot, uh, we just went to the Critical Role Studios I was like, hey, I guess I'll just use your crew if that's okay. And they're like, yeah, dude, we'll totally do it. And I was like, well, I, you know, I'm just here for a day. We may as well do like, I don't know, let's do three games, you know, like three hours each and, you know, do an hour or something in between. So it's 12 hours of content, right? That's <laughs> like 16, 18 hours of work, Yeah, uh, sure. by the way, right? And so people <laughs> flew in, you know, Stefan Bacorny, I like all these guys just kind of flew in at the last second because I asked them to. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I had... Yeah, I didn't have any sponsors or anything. I just paid out of pocket. It was even with all these people kind of cutting me deals, it was still like fifteen thousand dollars to do like a one day. Oh wow, a, a one day thing. So my wife was like, "Yeah, we're not going to do that again. We're going to make sure you plan this." Uh, so that was, that was not good. But yeah, it it was great. It was it was wonderful. But then set my expectations very very high. Sure. The, uh, <laughs> our last game was Mike Morales running just just an incredible uh, kind of. Uh, Thrizden themed uh, dungeon where we went into uh, the setting of the hill giant chieftain. I was playing Melf. Uh, Joe, <laughs> Joe, he wanted. To, he's like, yeah, I'll play, but I have a shoot, so you know, it may be dicey. <laughs> he had to drive like a hundred and hundred miles an hour across Los Angeles. Oh, ran in five minutes before we go live, and just like, I don't need makeup. Like, push the makeup lady aside. Sat down and had Archon out, and there was like, it was like the best game we played like the best game and we got down to like the you know the big bad at the end some sort of huge horrible you know octopusy disgusting <laughs> you know, kind of thing that's reaching out yeah. these black tendrils and uh uh so as melp i hasted i hasted archon and, and he just went wild and he and he action surged and had like a billion attacks he did over he did 315 points of damage he critted fantastic so, yeah it killed the big bad <laughs> and it was just amazing uh, just, just a wonderful time. It was like, it's one of those moments. Uh, and so it was super fun. So yeah, that was my first, uh, founders and legends. That's how Gax work started. Uh, and then, uh, I retired from the army last year and I said, Hey, congratulations on that. Th thank you. Thank you. Uh, and, and I said, okay, well, you know, my dad, I've been writing modules for Gary Khan tournament modules, just kind of as an homage to my dad. And, 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 uh, you know, he wanted me to be creative and I said, well, I'm doing these modules and stuff. And I've kind of created this little setting that's, you know, 99% in my head. Mm -hmm. Um, why don't I start, you know, publishing these to a wider audience? And and that's what I started doing uh, last year. We had our first Kickstarter, uh, for the Hardish and Tufi. Uh, I'd already written it. That was part two. I'd written part one. I have Shintufi for GaryCon 13, mm -hmm. which also didn't happen. <laughs> right. It was, <laughs> it was, it was ethereal. It was, you know, virtual only. Uh, and then so Harder Shintufi, uh, we kickstarted that and said, Hey, you know, you can buy the I have Shintufi, Harder Shintufi. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the third part, Fade Shintufi is right going on. The Kickstarter is going on right now. Uh, so if you want to go there, I'm sure there'll be a link, but. It's yeah, we're, we're, we're going to make sure that there's a link in the podcast description um, and as well as on our Instagram, we've been uh, we've been putting it up in our story, I think, all week. Thank you. I have a question for you. Like yeah. the first one was just a one 
like like you said it was written for gary con so it was a session is is the second one also a one session sort of adventure or is it something that would take longer they're kind of written to be one session but we failed we failed miserably <laughs> uh i've run <laughs> i've run i have i have is kind of part one and it's yeah. it's for you know seventh level characters ish yep. seventh eighth level right and yes you can play it in four hours but you're kind of you're putting the pedal to the metal I was going to say, like, I've, I've never had a chance to run it. I have read through it. And I'm like, yeah. OK, if you can get this done in four hours, my hat's off to you. Yeah, but, it's uh, it's about I, I would say more realistically, it's about eight hours, mm -hmm. potentially 12, but somewhere between eight and 12. <laughs> it is, depends is on really, your character. I think it depends on your players. I, uh, uh, so so the Gax pack, I do the Gax pack with uh, Jason Charles Miller and a bunch of other great uh, players. Yep, And they were running I have Shintufi for uh prior to gary con the three for three episodes nine hours right they got to the first in really like the first encounter so that was it <laughs> they they spent a two game sessions on the on the really the introduction yes. <laughs> and then they got to the library which is really like kind of the first you know major beat in the in the story uh and that was it that was nine <laughs> hours that was nine hours of play but they did a whole lot of like role playing sure. and discussion. so so, yeah, I mean, if you're an exceptional uh, group of people who do a lot of that, this could be a very long adventure for you. But I'm, I'm guessing you should get at least eight hours out of it. It's a well, uh, well written and well produced. You know, it has good artwork, beautiful maps from Alyssa Fadden in the Hardish and Tupi. I, uh, so, I yeah. love her art. I love her. Art. She's great. And she's mm -hmm. just a, such a wonderful person. She's at Gary Khan all the time as well. Yeah. She does. She does Gary Khan maps for us. She maps the venue in a theme each year. Uh, so, yeah, she's a lovely person. Really, really appreciate Alyssa. But yeah, you got I have, I have Shintupi, Heart of Shintupi, and then Fate of Shintupi. And, then fate. and, the, and fate, is being, fate of Shintupi is being kickstarted right now. It if is. you had an elevator pitch for like Fate of Shintupi, what would it be? Can I give you a quick? I have to give you a quick. quick oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and you can. You can. Pledge the Kickstarter and get all three of these modules. I'm already in for yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, good. So you got digitally or in print, either one. Signed or not signed. So you got all sorts of choices. All sorts of options. Many options. We're here to please. Uh, so Aya Shintufi, hey, you're an experienced party in uh, the city of Shintufi in the world of Okram. What is the world of Okram, you ask? Well, it's based on my experiences of a lifetime of gaming and my deployments to the Middle East. It's uh, uh, I created it because I wanted to folks to have a sense of wonderment, reestablish a sense of wonderment. If we're constantly playing in a kind of a Western European mm. uh, myth, mythology and folklore uh, gets, you know, maybe, you know, we kind of know what's coming our way. Uh, so I kind of made it more of a Bosphorus or uh, Middle Eastern sort of settling a crossroads of, of cultures and the world suffered some sort of terrible cataclysm thousands of years ago. I was working with Jim Ward, on the first couple of these modules for written in first edition. Yeah. And I thought, hmm, you know, Jim, kind of gamma world. How about if there was a magical nuclear war essentially that happened? Yeah. What would this be like? So this once verdant land is now turned into kind of a desert. There's a lot of weird mutated monsters and strange you know, rifts open up to other planes and, and, and crazy stuff happening. But this one city, the city of Shintufi, all the structures survived. It was kind of like neutron bomb. The people were destroyed. But the structure stood. And so there's these amazing buildings that, you know, onion top towers that stretch hundreds of feet up into the air, a sewer, a functioning sewer system. There's, you know, streets that are paved, uh, all these things that are unknown uh, today. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. uh, it has been repopulated by different people in some of the magical 
features are still available, but most most to most people, you know, it's it's unintelligible. They can't use it. But people go out into the blighted lands to search for lost treasures and magic and that sort of thing. And that's what your adventures do. So you are one of these adventuring bands who, who've done that and you've survived till now. And a person approaches you, Pelicos the Red, and says, hey, I have a simple task. I need some help. I'm trying to find this thing called the Oculus of San Rabah. And I've tracked it here to Shintufi, but man, I've just been stumped. Uh, so, uh, of course, being adventurers, you're always short on cash. You accept, right. the, you accept the mission <laughs> and uh, you figure out, hmm, where could we go? That would they maybe talk about some past relics? Hey, there's this grand library that we go to in the temple district. You go there, you con your way or bribe your way into the re- kind of the, the reserve stacks, the hidden stacks. And lo and behold, you're attacked by some folks who are guardians, apparently, trying to dissuade you from pursuing this information. Why are you trying to find this thing? You know, the world was destroyed once by these powers. And that's sort of the beginning. So you're on your way and you get some clues and you track uh, track down where you think the Aish and Tufi is. Uh, you defeat a very powerful Merid guardian that's guarding a gateway that leads down into some place that's been abandoned for thousands of years. And uh, you figure out what that is. I don't want to give too much away in the Hardish and Tufi. Sure. You go through some battles. Man, you're feel like you're always just one step away from finding where the oculus is at the end of that one you see the oculus briefly but then your hopes are dashed and it disappears mm-hmm. uh and fate of Tufi picks up some weeks or months later when the city of Shintufi is suffering a drought the water supply has been interrupted and there's a million souls in Shintufi. Uh, people are getting restless the rulers both formal and informal are uh, quite upset by that, obviously, because that disrupts disruptions like that cost people money, right? Eventually, they figure out, hmm, there was a guy who was looking for this powerful artifact associated with the water element, and some group of people were helping him out. Hey, wait a second, that's you guys. <laughs> Fair. And that's how you're introduced <laughs> to uh, having to figure out what happened and to resolve it or else. And oh, that's uh, the fetish and Tufi. So, yes. And uh, uh, I don't want to give away too much, but there's some journeys involved. Sounds it, like, it's there, it sounds like a lot of gin involved, like genies. There is, and... Yeah, there is. There's uh, <clears throat> this one's going to take you across some water and potentially underwater in, in James Bond fashion. You may have to invade an underground fortress of the big, bad, evil, evil guy or mm-hmm. girl, as the case may be, <laughs> and uh, and figure it out. So, yeah, there, it, it's it's going to be a lot of fun. This will wrap it up. Uh, at least this part of it, but there's, uh, yeah, I don't want to give too much away, but it could be more. There could be there could be some more some loose uh, ends to tie up, maybe. Well, or? there's there's more than one element. That's there's all I'm one. saying. Oh yeah, there you go. Yeah. I like that idea. I like yeah. that idea. I think I I think I like where that's going. So the the Kickstarter is currently live, and uh, I can pr- I promise you it's not going to fail because it's already met what uh, the pledges it needed, uh, and it's now well into its stretch goals. It might actually have cleared all its stretch goals. So all you have to do is go over, and you'll get a great uh, and sign up, and you'll get a great product. Luke, I appreciate you coming coming and talking to me today. I have one last question for you. You know, we started talking about your dad uh, and then uh, your project. Do you think your dad would like the trilogy of adventures? You come, Is that his, would that have been his kind of jam? Maybe he just would have been happy to see your creativity. Well, before, before I answer that, since you talk okay. about stretch goals. Sure. Say, stretch yes. Goals. Right now we're like at 23,000 something uh, yes. as we, as we shoot this. So at, at 25,000, we're getting like a ton 
of Dragonlock printable train, the dungeon expansion set. And a dungeon oh, I'm so glad you brought that set up. A couple, yeah. So that's coming at 25,000. So that's pretty much a lock. We're what at day five or six or something yes. like that. So what reason? Yeah. Then next up, we have Todd Stashwick. Is we gonna, already talked about earlier. Yeah. Todd Stashwick, uh, mm-hmm. Captain Shaw himself, is going to yeah. create an NPC in the retinue of the BBEG. Oh, and I love make this it. Evil NPC for you. Brian Berg is once again going to contribute. Uh, mm-hmm. So he's set up, but I haven't announced this yet, uh, but there's a couple other heavy hitters that I've, that I've held off on. Well, oh, also I talked to the guys at Mythmere, Matt Finch and, and yes. Susie Mosby. Mm-hmm. They're going to convert all three of them to swords and wizardry. And we're going to oh, offer that. Great. If you buy Fadish and Tufi, we'll give you the swords and wizardry PDF. You know, if you buy the physical copy, we give you a PDF of the, of the uh, 5e version. Mm-hmm. We'll also give you the swords and wizardry. If you buy all three of the print modules, Boom! You'll get digital copies of Five E and Swords and Wiz- Wizards, which is amazing because we we have a lot. Being old men rolling dice, we yeah. have so many old school role players yep. that uh, maybe aren't fifth edition players. But yeah, of course, uh, opening it up with Swords and Wizardry—that's fantastic. Yeah, those guys are great, and uh, we mm. did Castles and Crusades last time too. I'm sure I can talk to the trolls, and they'll be they'll be happy. Of course, Steve Chenault and Chuck Combo and Davis—they're all friends of mine, so uh, I'm sure they'd be happy to do that. Uh, but the kind of heavy hitters I have uh, uh, coming up uh, is uh, Robert Schwalb. If you know Rob Schwalb, oh, yes, I do. So he's a um, yeah, great guy. I want to say Shadow of the Shadow of the Demon Lord. Demon Lord, yes, yeah. yeah he is. In, uh, I played D anD D with him, dude. He is great and scary and creepy. <laughs> oh my gosh, he he gets that so well. Yeah, that setting, Robin. that setting, Shadow of the Demon Lord, very dark and creepy. Oh yeah, mm. oh yeah, it is, and it's not. Uh, oh, oh, sunshine and rainbows. It's not walking apart. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so he's going to contribute uh, something, and I was oh, so happy. Great. And Rob, hopefully, Rob will be back in 2024 to Gary Con because I I love having him there, and he's worked on fourth and fifth edition as well as his own stuff. So he's a very talented designer, very much so. Mm-hmm. And then uh, a very very kind and gracious young lady uh, who just had her own wonderful Kickstarter is on board as well, Kelsey Dion. Uh, oh. from Shadow Dark RPG yeah. is uh, thrilled. She's going to be contributing. Her Kickstarter yeah. did fantastic. They did. They did okay. Yeah, I think, I'm, I don't know, what, a million and a quarter or something <laughs> like, like that. You know, they did all right. Just took off. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it's because she put the work in. This is a sure, hardworking sure. young person who's kicked some asses. And uh, I've known her. She comes to Gary Con, so I, I've happened to converse with her. And I was like, hey, man, I, I you know. Uh, my my co-writer, Matt Everhart, was like, mm-hmm. oh, you should ask Kelsey because she was in Vegas. He was stationed in Vegas. Okay. Uh, and so they they knew each other. And uh, I was like, yeah, sure. And I was like, oh, crap. You just had like this Kickstarter go for like a million and something. Because I was talking to a Gary Con. I had no idea. I was like, hey, how's mm-hmm. it going? Here's my kids. Good to see you again. And I was like, yeah, somebody wanted to meet you. Let me get get your number. So I text her, hey. And she's like, yeah, I'm totally in. And I was like, Can we, why don't we convert it to, uh, you know, uh, Shadow Dark to Shadow Dark? She's like, I would love that. So uh assuming so, so is that happening it, it's, it's gonna happen i just haven't oh that's I'm, I'm breaking it's breaking news here it's, I, it's I breaking news right I here haven't, i haven't told anybody else because it you know i gotta get through these stretch goals first sure sure i, I mean this is a uh i guess it's a, a good problem to have but uh it's a very good there's <laughs> just amazing folks that are that are helping out that are lined up so please uh help me out <laughs> don't keep 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 buying this stuff guys because there's i lined up some really wonderful people and they all said yes oh we have to make uh, it as, happen we yeah have to so make we gotta i mean i don't want to disappoint uh you know 
I've got, uh, besides them, I've got like Alec Cammer to, to help out. I, mm-hmm. I think you know, Skeeter Green is going to help me out. I uh, love got, Skeeter Green. Skeeter's great. Skeeter's a great <laughs> dude. Uh, I don't know, you know how much energy you can fit into one oh, human being. But Skeeter is just like a ball of chaos and so much fun yeah. to, to talk to. And here I totally, I totally didn't even mention uh, Patty Finn from Penny Dragon Games. I don't know if you oh, know okay, him. Yeah. That, that great dude. I met him. He reached out to me and, and talked to me. Uh, turns out uh, he was Jehovah's Witness, raised as Jehovah's Witness as well. And I oh, okay. was along yeah. with my family. And uh, he was like, you know, they were really against D&D. And I was like, yeah, we left because of that same reason. Uh, so we kind of connected over that. And he's like, hey, let me give you stuff for Gary. Kind of want to give you some of our books for Gary. Kind of like, well, okay, thanks. And then I happened to meet him at a not a gaming show, uh, something called 20 Books to 50K. It's for for independent novel writers to yep. learn how to independently market. So I met mm-hmm. him there where I was running D and D he played my game and just a, just a hilarious, funny guy. And so nice and welcoming had dinner with him and stuff. And he came to Gary Khan as well. He's just been very helpful. And, and so he's like, yeah, hundred percent. I would create some magic items or oh, contribute as well. That's so I've amazing. got, you know, Patty Finn, Alice Cameron, Brian Berg, Kelsey Dion, Robert Schwab, uh, Jeff Telanian, Chris Arneson art. Uh, it's just all, it's the list all is there. going on and on. Yeah, yeah, and, no. and you still have a lot of like road left on this. Oh yeah, like we twenty five days, I think, right as of right yeah, now. Yeah, I think so. That's right. We're gonna get that. We're I think so. That. I think we, I think we can we can get there. But your question was, would my dad like it? And yeah, I would. I would say yes, he would. Um, my dad loved Morocco, and if you in his later works, uh, you'll see that he has more of a caravans and bazaars and yeah. sort of that that flavor of the Maghreb and, and, and a little bit of the Middle East. That was from his experience of traveling to Morocco. I didn't go to Morocco with him, but I heard lots about it and, and experienced and talked to you know his friend Andre and some other folks who were had spent new amounts of time in Morocco. So when I happened to meet my wife in, uh, when she was in, in college, I was taking some courses <clears throat> and she was from Morocco. And I was like, oh yeah. And it's like, yes, I know where Morocco is. And I was able to talk to her. She's like, oh wow, you're not an uncouth American who, knows, <laughs> who thinks that it's Monaco. So that helped me out quite a bit. And so uh, she actually accepted my offer to go on a date. Uh, oh, that's great. Do that. And then the rest <laughs> is history. We're married and have there you go, kids. Learn your geography. Learn your geography. It does. It'll yeah. pay Learn off. Your geography. It does. It does pay off. She's a very beautiful woman, a great mom, and of course, a great partner, and helps me out with Gary Khan and everything. Obviously, very supportive. Uh, but yeah, uh, Okram, not super surprisingly, being as my dad did a lot of this too, if you spell it backwards, if you learn it backwards, looks a little bit like Morocco. So, yes, a little bit. A little bit. I like so that. This is some inspiration drawn drawn from us. So that, that's how that name came about. And of course, my dad would uh, enjoy it. He helped me with uh, uh, Gaxmore. Uh, I did 20 mm-hmm. years ago with my yep. brother. Uh, and my dad kind of play tested it with us. Said, hey, hey, I'd punch this up by doing these things or whatever. And oh, he had cool. a blast. He had a blast uh, with, with it. And, uh, you know, of course, working with your kids on something that you love. Mm-hmm. I mean, it doesn't get better than that, right? I mean, I, yeah, what I an opportunity. He'd be he'd be extremely happy, and I, you know, I only wish he were here uh, to be able to see how uh, how many people are playing Dungeons and Dragons, uh, all the uh, you know how popular his work is. Uh, you know, I think he understood, or at least uh, somewhat. You know, it's it's hard if you're. I think he felt uncomfortable uh, to a certain extent taking credit for some of these loftier things that Dungeons and Dragons does. He's like, Hey man, I really created this great game because I wanted to have fun and share it with my, with my friends and, and, and others. So we could have a good time together. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that it's also just this wonderful learning tool. 
yeah. uh, and can benefit people in so many ways. So, and as, think, as you said earlier, so many people have used it to overcome obstacles in their life and and sort of practice skills that they wouldn't normally have. And right. yeah, I think I think there's real merit there. There is, and I think he'd just be incredibly humbled by that and just blown away. Uh, but I know he'd be tickled pink to to, to see how many people are playing and, and all the good that it's done. And, and, uh, you know, he'd love it. So I just, you know, that'd be, that'd be a wonderful thing. If I could do anything, I'd bring my dad back so he could see that. But of course, yeah, that's amazing. of course, as we said in the beginning, and I'll say it again, you know, if you have the opportunity, if your parents are around your loved ones, yes. uh, get, get, yeah, don't, don't waste that opportunity. Make no. sure to pick up that, pick up that phone, go over, knock on the door and say hi and chat with them and, and let them know that you care. Old Men Rolling Dice is brought to you by CanadianDice.ca. Don't forget to use the OMRD code at checkout for a 10% discount off your entire order. Uh, Luke, this has been an absolute pleasure. I talked about checking things off bucket lists from GaryCon. This is just another thing on the list of things. I, I wanted to have an opportunity to talk to you, meet you, and here we are, and I can't thank you enough. That was my pleasure. I enjoyed the conversation as well, and thank you very much for having me.